0: Could you hand up and wave it around if you listened to last week's episode? Yep, I see you. Now, the reason I ask is that since you did listen to last week's episode, you would know that we've made a few updates in Capture's product, our pricing, and importantly, our positioning. As entrepreneurs and business owners, we do this a lot. We do this because we must evolve in order to keep up with our clients and future clients. We do this because the market is constantly shifting and changing. We do this because we demand more and more of ourselves, as does everyone around us. And when we do make these updates, you know the one thing that sometimes gets left behind? Branding. And I don't mean the logo and colors type of branding. I mean the type of branding that truly sets you apart from your competitors and really speaks to the people that you're trying to attract. This was the exact problem we've been struggling with over the last few weeks, and I did what I always do when I get stuck and I need help getting out of my head. I phone a friend. And the friend I called in this instant to help me is none other than Tonya Eberhardt, who is the founder of Brandface, where they specialize in profitable personal branding. Tonya and her team helps experts, yes, that's you, create brands designed to make money And once I started speaking to Tanya about Cap Show, I knew that I couldn't keep her knowledge to myself. I had to share it with our collective and pro members and then with you. So if you have been living in any kind of uncertainty around whether your brand, whether that's your personal business or podcast brand, is differentiating you from your competitors and is speaking to your ideal clients, in short, helping you make money, then this is the episode for you. My name is Deidre Shen, CEO and co-founder of Capture, the fastest way to market and boost your expert content, and this is the Grow My Podcast show.
1: I'm Tanya Eberhardt. I am the founder of Brandface, and we do profitable personal branding. Wouldn't it be
0: nice to have a profitable personal
1: brand? Just picture it. Picture people
0: knowing you, what you do, what makes you different, and just choose you. Choose you to give their money to and to put their trust in time and time again. That's our aim here. And I'm absolutely delighted to have Tonya help us think about how we can create this. And given that part of our brand is our podcast and the content that you're creating, I was keen to start with how Tonya thinks about how we can be leveraging our podcast in the smartest way possible to get new clients.
1: So it's probably not a huge surprise that a lot of people in the podcasting world these days are teaching kind of unconventional ways to get new clients through podcasting. Of course, you've got the usual, you know, ads with a CPM or cost per thousand sort of method. And those are pennies on the dollar and those work for some things and not others, right? And then you also have the strategy of, trying to get people on your podcast or get on someone else's podcast who could become a possible client for you. And so that's a really common theme that's running right now. And actually, it does work sometimes. It it really does. And I like that and I applaud that. No problem at all. But uh, what I found was there were a couple of issues with that as we were building our podcast. I think we've been doing our podcast now for since 2017. So that's how long we've been doing ours you don't even want to know what it looked like in the beginning didri it was horrific (laughs) it was absolutely awful but but i think those of us who who went out there and just did it like that was it done is better than perfect right so what we learned throughout that process was okay i'm i'm getting a lot of what i call connection calls or collaboration calls. I'm not really getting a lot of prospects here. Some of them were for sure, but a lot of them were, oh, well, let's see how we can help each other, which is always a great thing. But if you take every opportunity and every call that comes around before you know it, your calendar is full and you're not really gaining ground in terms of getting yourself in front of real prospects. And what we teach is profitable personal branding. So So it made a big, it made a big impact on us that that was what was happening. And as a matter of fact, we have an episode coming out in a few weeks called Collaborations Are Killing Your Calendar. And and it's just like a fun take on it because it actually did happen to us. And we had to reset everything and figure out, okay, how do we repair this moving forward so that we're on the phone with the right people, that we help as many people as we can. Not everybody's going to be a potential client for you. We're totally fine with that, but we wanted to really put them into two categories. They were either going to, hopefully, if we were going to spend time with them on the phone, they were either going to be a prospect or they were going to be a potential partner that had those prospects in their network. And so that's really what we learned from all of that. And what I want to share with you today are three things that we do as a result of going through that pain.
0: Okay, so we've landed in a pretty interesting spot here. If you didn't quite catch it, Tanya is going to help us work out how we use our brand, including our podcast, for two important things. One is to have our ideal clients find us, and the other is to have our ideal partners who have an audience of our ideal clients, find us. But before we go into how we do that, I've always been intrigued by something. Because branding can feel like this really loose, nebulous, wishy-washy thing. Do you sometimes feel the same way about branding? And so given that Tonya is a branding expert, I was really intrigued by how it is that she takes this really conceptual concept and make it tangible.
1: Absolutely. So we developed a simple three-step process about 11 years ago. We call it our 3D formula for profitable personal branding. When the define phase in in order to, as Deidre said, take this to a tangible status, because everybody looks at personal branding and they think, oh, yeah, photo, logo, tagline. I got that. I'm all good. Right. And a photo, a logo and a tagline are really just three branding elements. They're part of an entire ecosystem, which your personal brand makes up. But it all begins with answering five very critical questions and then taking the the answers to those through the three-step process. So I'll start there. Five important questions that your personal brand has to answer are, number one, exactly who do you serve? Two, how do you serve them? Three, what qualifies you to serve them? Four, how does it make their life better? And five, what makes me different than everyone else also trying to serve that same customer? So when you answer those, you've got a foundation, right? You've, that's the start of a really profitable personal brand. So then we sit back and we look at those three main steps. The three Ds are define, develop, and display. So in that define phase, we're going to look at a couple of things. First of all, who is that ideal customer for you? We want to know as much about that person as we can and not for the purposes of boxing you in and saying you can only work with this type of person, but for the purpose of helping you focus your efforts. If you spend time, money, and marketing efforts on people who are not your ideal customers, you're wasting time, money, and marketing efforts. So that's where we start. After all, if you think about it this way, how do you begin to market yourself anywhere unless, first of all, you know who it is you're trying to attract and what it is you're going to say to attract them? So it starts there. Okay, the next thing in the define phase is your point of differentiation. So what is that thing you're going to be known for, that lead thing, the thing that's going to lead, you're going to lead with in your brand? And the truth of it is that every person has multiple points of differentiation, not just one. And so we really have to filter through those and match those up formula wise to say, okay, if these things are your points of differentiation, which one or possible two combination of two of those would appeal most to your ideal customer. And then you've got kind of this magical formula. That's what we do when we position someone and help them lead with that marketing hook, if you will, of this is what I'm known for. That's all done in the defined phase. It's a very, very important phase. So the next thing is the develop phase. And that's where we take, we develop every single piece of branding element that you're going to need to market yourself effectively. It all begins with brand messaging, the story, your why, you know, and who you're reaching out to and why you want to work with that person. Because if you don't have the story dialed in, you can't possibly do the rest. Here's another big problem that people face. When you ask somebody, hey, are are you going to rebrand or build your brand? The first thing they say is, yes, I'm going to get it. I've got my new logo under construction and I have a photo shoot set up. Well, those are actually two things that come much later in the process if you're gonna build the personal brand the right way. Because how do you know what kind of logo you need? What do you want it to convey? What should the colors be? How do you know what what kind of photos to take? What to wear? What props to hold? Where to take your photos? All of those things matter in the scheme of it has to align with the story that you're telling. So we we look at brand messaging and brand imagery in the development phase. Logos, stories, elevator pitch, biographies, background imagery, photos of the person, all of that. Once we have all that done, then we're ready to move into the final stage and it is super easy. You're going to take all of those marketing elements that you've created in that development stage and you're going to display them correctly and consistently everywhere. Consistency is huge. Uh, It's just repetition is recall. And so you want to make sure that when somebody goes to your website, they're not seeing something different on LinkedIn and different again on YouTube and different again on TikTok. You want to make sure there's consistency across the board. So having said that, those are the three phases. And that's where we say, okay, it's personal branding can sound like a lot of fluff sometimes, right? But we actually created the formulas to turn it into something tangible and profitable.
0: Okay, so... You know how much of a nerd I am with formulas, right? In fact, one of the very first things you get in CAPTCHA's Welcome and Onboarding Flows is my own content profitability formula. So I'm absolutely loving what it is that Tonya saying. And I also know what that an asset she has all her clients create is a podcast. So I wanted to know why. Why does she recommend to all of her clients that they have a podcast?
1: Well, a podcast is obviously, they're hot these days, right? I happen to come from the radio world. I spent 18 years in the radio world. So I was on the very front end of podcasting years ago when people said, oh, podcasts, they're, you know, they're not going to make it. It's just a trend. And it seemed like they were going to be for a little while. And then the resurgence of podcasting came back a few years ago and it's just soared through the roof. So I believe that other than, you know, podcasts is. Up there probably above even writing your own book and having that as an authority tool right it's an authority tool that's what it is it's a chance for you to have a platform to share your thoughts to communicate to your ideal customer and to interview people that align with that message because if you're doing it right the reason for a podcast should be number one, to communicate a message that's very important to you. Number two, to profit from that message in some way, right? And profit's not a dirty word. So when you set up your podcast the right way, with the right topics, with the right image, with the right description, and with the right guests, then all of that begins to align. So I can give you a great example of that if you'd like. So right now, one of our clients is a woman who literally, what is it, 13 days ago on June 1st, 2023, became the first female to ever climb the seven second summits. And those are the seven tallest peaks, second tallest peaks on each of the seven continents. First female to ever do this. Unbelievable feat, right? So she came to us before this, you know, final summit of hers. She was on summit number seven, and that's when she completed on June 1st. And she said to us, look, I'm working with this company over here. I have a book coming out. This company over here, nothing I'm doing really is aligned. I don't have the core things that I need in my brand to make sure that it's consistent throughout every single thing that I'm doing. And so we did that for her, pulled it all together. One of the things we did, and we're in the process of flipping her podcast right now. She still has the old name of it, but by next week, everything will flip over to the new brand. And so we took a brand that she really was not happy with and a name for her podcast that she wasn't happy with that didn't really align with what she had just accomplished. She had just summited seven of the second tallest mountains in the world. and. And so our brand identifier for her marketing hook, if you will, is called Seek Your Summit. Okay, why is that? Because she just summited and she wants to help other people seek their summit as well, meaning achieve the goals or the dreams that they've always wanted to achieve by various means. And so now she's really aligned with that in her brand. And we changed her podcast to Seek Your Summit podcast. It didn't change anything about who she was already interviewing. It just aligned much better with her brand. And now she springboards off of that huge world record accomplishment. She is now a world record holder. And so now she can springboard off of that into helping people based on what she has accomplished to align with what they want to accomplish and how she can best serve her clients. So that's one way to do that and just make sure that everything's aligned. Plus. And ding, ding, ring the bell for people who want money out of this, right? It is. She also is using that as a platform to promote her challenges, her book, her upcoming coaching, her retreats. All of those things will now be promoted in line with the brand and what she wants to be known for.
0: Ooh, are those dots starting to connect for you now? Because it was at this point in the conversation that they were really connecting for me how powerful it is to have such a strong brand that speaks directly to who it is you're trying to reach and attract. Now, I want to dive into the actual profitability side of branding. How do we set ourselves, our business, and importantly, our podcast up in the right way to get the right audience, the right clients, the right partners, and create sales opportunities?
2: Yo, what's going on? This is Vinny Podestivo, host of I Have a Podcast, and I want you to meet every podcasting entrepreneur's best friend, CapShow—the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. An AI-powered podcast copywriter, CapShow turns your episode audio files into an episode title, a description, show notes, social media captions, emails, a blog post a LinkedIn article, curated quotes, a YouTube description and a full transcript in under 10 minutes. So you can reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast. In fact, Cap Show was created by marketers. So every piece of copy it writes is designed to hook your audience in and have them pressing play ASAP. So try Cap Show for free. It's at www.capsho.com. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and there is no credit card required. Head to capshow.com and sign up for a free trial today.
0: We are going to dive straight into the three steps to creating a profitable brand, the three steps to using our brand in order to reach the right audience and the right partners to create sales opportunities.
1: So there are three main things that I have learned in terms of podcasting and how you leverage your podcast appearances and your podcast, you know, your your ability as a host into getting in front of the right prospects and actually converting those into customers. All right, so the first one we've kind of alluded to all along this morning, which is be deliberate in how you present yourself to attract those profitable opportunities. You wanna align with what you're known for and what you're going to be doing. Before working with my client, she had not really thought very much about utilizing that podcast to help her sell opportunities to her clients. And now we're thinking about that in a, a totally different way. So the first thing you want to do is be sure that, you, that your podcast conveys the message that you're trying to convey, that it aligns with everything you're known for. And a lot of that's done in topics. And that, that's going to be the shortest one I talk about because actually we just kind of laid that out through the three Ds. So step number one was a short but
0: definitely not simple one. You have to be deliberate in how you present yourself to attract the most profitable opportunities. And you do this through implementing the three Ds that Tonya spoke about earlier in this episode. Define, develop, and display. Got it? Easy in theory, difficult in practice, right? But it's necessary because that's just step number one. So let's get into step number two to creating a profitable brand.
1: All right, so once you are very deliberate in the content and what you want your podcast to be known for and the type of guests you want to have, Then we move into creating content that answers burning questions and objections. Okay, I just want to pause for a second here and highlight what Tonya
0: just said in case you need a moment to write this down, because this was a big aha moment for me. Create content that answers burning questions and objections.
1: I actually learned this, Deidre, when I was selling vacuum cleaners door to door We won't even say how many years ago, but let's suffice to say I started in radio in 1988, and this was the three years before that, so there's a hint. All right, so I would show up to these Saturday morning sales meetings, which were not my favorite, by the way, and we would talk about objections. So the the sales manager was one of the greatest people ever. His name was W.T. Howell. He has now passed, may he rest in peace, and he taught me one of the most valuable things. We all sat in a room together. We all called out the objections that we had the previous week, and we would go through and just tackle those one by one. And as a result, what we found out was that there were really just mostly eight or ten main objections that everybody had. And so I would come up with creative ways to overcome those objections. And what worked most effectively for me is overcoming those objections before the questions were even asked because sometimes people are thinking it they're not asking it but we also want to set it up just to, to let the the prospect know hey this is, maybe is something you should be asking so here's how i here's how we do it we have two podcast episodes usually that drop during a week one is with a, a guest and then another one is a solo episode. And in the solo episodes, that's where we focus on these burning questions and objection type of content. So I'll give you some examples of, of uh, topics that we've used that help us a whole lot. Is your brand profitable or poor? That's one of them. Developing your inner brand. For people who like really want to make sure their brand is coming from the inside out, right? It's a very personal thing because it is personal branding. Is your brand broken? That's one that gets a lot of downloads because people don't even really know what that means, but they want to know if their brand is broken. Two common mistakes when building a brand. We have we have so many of those. Four things not to do, five things you must do, three things most people never do, those kind of things. Make sure you create that content, not just out of thin air, but based on experiences that you have had with your prospects and clients. All right. Another one is two ways to attract predictable prospects. Who does not want that? Right. People meet your brand before they meet you. How true is that? That's our statistic is approximately 98 percent of people will meet your brand before they meet you. Meaning before I got on here today, before I met Deidre, I might have gone to her website. I might have seen a social media post. I might have received an email from her. I might have had somebody send you know, information about her from a friend of hers, connections, introductions, whatever that is. People in this digitized world will meet your brand long before they meet you. And so it's really an obligation for you to make sure it's all dialed in. All right, why branding always comes first is another topic. Take the personal brand litmus test. That's a huge one for us. A lot of times people, like I said in the beginning, think, well, I've got my photo, my logo, my tagline. I'm all good, right? I've got a personal brand. But they don't realize there are things that are very critical that they could be missing and as a result, missing out on money. So we created a four-part personal brand litmus test. It's just four simple questions and we walk people through it in one of the podcasts. All right? Marketing strategies that steal your money. People always want to know that. (laughs) How to brand without boxing yourself in. Huge question we get from people because they're really terrified to focus. It's the number one cause of failure in business is the fear of focus. And if you are not willing to be focused, you are not going to have nearly as successful a business as you could have. You can't calculate the cost of confusion. That's actually a quote from my partner, Michael. And we talk about the confusion if everything is scattered and nothing is consistent and you have different messages everywhere and you're talking to different people. There's a big cost to that. We don't know what that cost is, but we do know this. It's measured in commas and zeros. That's what we know. <laughs> Six ways you you may be doing personal branding wrong. How to determine your point of differentiation. Very educational. And from unknown to unforgettable with your brand. Okay, so those are just a few of the many solo topics we've done that create questions and answers for our prospects so that they're fully armed before they even get to a potential sales call.
0: Wow. Was your mind just blown? I barely caught half the things Tonya was saying because I was furiously writing notes down myself. So this concept, step number two, is actually something so simple that I know I need to 100% be doing better. Now, I say simple deliberately because I know it's not easy. In fact, as my mind is furiously thinking of all the ways I can I can implement this for the Grandma Podcast show, it's actually also simultaneously racing with all the ideas I have to help you, our Kapschovians, with this process. And you know what? I'm pretty confident we're going to be able to. Very excited to help you bring this to life. And then we're going to head over to step number three.
1: Okay, this is my favorite, guys. It is leverage your podcast episodes in your one-to-one sales opportunities. So, so I'm going to give you guys some examples of how we do this. So the, the sales process is probably pretty much the same for all of us. We appear somewhere and then somebody asks us questions and we start a conversation. And if we sense that that person could really use some help with what we do, We try to nurture that conversation toward, hey, let's get on the phone and talk about this and let's see if I can help, you know, and that really is once you get on that phone call, then you can narrow down and determine, can I really help this person? Is this a good fit? But until you get there, there are lots of objections and things going through their mind. So... A lot of times in, you know when you reach out to somebody, it's through LinkedIn, mess you know direct message or in just through the feed or it's Facebook or wherever that is. and you're trying to nudge them toward a conversation that results in getting on the phone or on Zoom. So what we like to do is listen very carefully in those conversations. Where do you feel like your brand is falling short? These might be some questions that we would ask. Where do you feel you need the most help? I have a network of amazing people like Deidre, for instance, you know, if, if somebody needs her services, it's like, I got the perfect person for you. They may not need my services. They may need hers instead, or they may need both, but I'm listening intently for anything that they may need help with. So I'll give you five examples of things we found that we were able to utilize uh, podcast episodes to turn that conversation into a sales opportunity. Okay. So one is when people say, okay, I really just need more awareness. I need more exposure. I feel like I've got things dialed in. I have everything, you know, I have everything I need. I just don't have enough exposure. So I will send them a link to our podcast called from unknown to unforgettable with your brand. Okay. And that lets them know that okay, you're unknown right now. That's the problem. You've got an awareness problem, but how do you go from there to unforgettable? And that one got a sales opportunity for us. All right, another one, this is so common. You guys will probably know this. I, I've tried a lot of marketing. It all sucks. It didn't work, right? <laughs> you hear that all the time. It's terrible. I've tried 18 other things, four platforms, five coaches, nothing works, right? And and a lot of it is it all almost exclusively it comes down to the brand that's why we say the problem is not your marketing the problem is your brand but I sent them a link to a podcast that we did called stop the insanity of spray and pray marketing and that actually takes them through like what is spray and pray marketing why are you doing it what is missing that's causing you to do the spray and pray marketing all right a third one there's like five of these so here's number three okay, I, I've just got too many hats. I have so many projects going on. I don't know when I could fit anything on the schedule. I have a book coming out. I have a podcast. I have too many podcast p- appearances. I have a coaching program. I have a new challenge coming out and I'm trying to get a TED Talk. Okay, I got you. I understand this. So the problem is you're doing all these things and none of them are profitable or very few, right? So I send them a link to a podcast titled how to merge multiple projects into one profitable brand. Gets them every time. All right, here's another problem. Number four, I'm not making as much money as I'd hoped. That's when they're like brutally honest with you right out of the gate, right? So we send them this and it it may sound a little cold, but we do it because I do it in a very soft way. Hey, I totally understand. Most of our clients felt this way too. That's why we did this podcast called four ways your brand could be losing you money and then that lets them know here's what's probably missing that's causing a disconnect between where you are now and where you want to be and number five this is my not my favorite I hate this one I'm all set with my brand I've got it I've got the logo photo tagline I've got all this stuff right I'm good then we send a link to take the personal brand litmus test okay do you really Only you will know when you answer these four questions, right? And almost always, there's at least one no to those four questions and something they can improve. Even if the brand seems like it's dialed in, there's still so much that they can step back and look at because a brand is not all about looks. Anybody can build a pretty brand. If it's not profitable and and purposeful, it's of no use to you.
0: It was so hard to end this conversation because... There were so many questions I wanted to keep asking Tanya, and one that I did want to get under the hood of in more detail are her thoughts on why a brand may not be profitable. Why is it that we might spend all this time on our logo and our colors and our name and our tagline, and yet some of us aren't making money? Oh, And her answer to this was epic. I've included that as a bonus clip you can get for free if you want to head over to this episode's website page, which you can get from the player description. Okay, so to recap, here are your three steps to using your podcast to create sales opportunities. One, be deliberate in how you present yourself to attract those opportunities. Use the three Ds here of define, develop, and display. Two, create content for your podcast that answers burning questions and objections. Three. Leverage your podcast episodes after they're published for one-to-one sales opportunities. Wow, that was a jam-packed episode with so many tangible nuggets that we can all start implementing right now. Got it? Do the things right now. And
1: if you need any help at all, you can go to brandfacestar.com, brandfacestar.com, that's our main website and everything you need, you can get to from there, including scheduling a call with, with us if you'd like, or even downloading some free training that'll help you get a little bit further. And you can also see some reviews and hear what our clients are saying about us.
0: I highly encourage you to go speak to Tonya and be sure to tell her that I sent you. If you're at all unsure about where your brand is heading and what to do with it to actually help you convert, then you need to be speaking to Tonya right now. That's it for this episode of the Grow Up Podcast show. My name is Deidre Shen. Stay awesome.